gentlemen, start your engines. Let's talk racing. It's time for the Racing BS Show on Hoosier Country 105. Now, here's your host, Bruce Lear, AJ Bolin, and Rick Evans. Time again for the Racing BS Show here on Hoosier Country 105. Each and every week, we bring you news from the racing world, starting right here in the heartland of American sprint car racing, stretching up north to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, then the rest of the nation and the four corners of the planet. The Racing BS Show brought to you by IU Credit Union and Rapid Roofing and Restoration. Bruce Slayer, good Richard, morning. What's happening, man? Now we're ready to talk racing. We're starting to go, get that more way. stuff. It's racing season again. AJ Bolin, how are you this morning? Juice. Wonderful. How are you? Doing what's great. What's going on, Big Juice? Bruce, what's happening? <laughs> not much, man. Not much. Hey, I got a quick question for both of you guys, all right? Yeah. All right. Now we'll start it off with a quick question here. Um, now, you guys have known me for a while. Right. And you know that I am have nothing to do with fashion and new fads and, and things like that, all right? That might be an understatement. So well. yeah. Yeah, you, would agree with, you would agree with that. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm going to stretch out a little bit here, and I'm going to ask you guys a question. Yeah. All right? What was it that the IU basketball team had on when they played Northwestern? Man, you have just... <laughs> you, you just know. You know what buttons to push to get A.J. rolling, don't you? <laughs> I mean, you are that no, guy. That's I your deal. I'm really looking for an answer. <laughs> I can give I'm you the even, official I'm line. I'm not even going there, Rick. You, you handle it. Uh, I, no, no. I want to hear what you have to say. It's it's an Adidas thing. Oh, you don't. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to hear what I have to say about any of it. So, Rick, you, you uh, answer it. it. It's an Adidas thing they did with IU and Miami. The sponsor is called Fear of God. They are both black uniforms. And that's, oh, you know about this. Well, I mean, that's all I can tell you about it. I know that's oh. it's it's a it's a special deal that Adidas chose these two schools to do it. In fact, uh, tonight when the IU women play Iowa, they're going to be wearing those same uniforms <laughs> as well, which is going to be even stranger because the I, Iowa team's going to be wearing their road whites because IU's wearing the black, and it's yeah. a whiteout at Assembly Hall tonight. So, let's nice. the women's team actually. They've got a shot to win tonight. So <laughs> they, they do, but well, that, let's yeah. let's let's shelve that one and move right, on. Okay. Yeah. Let's just stop there. Yeah. Thank All you. kinds of racing not, to talk I'm, about here. Come on. I'm not sure I'm satisfied with the answer, but we'll go on to the next thing. All right, you, you want to talk a little NASCAR? Well, yeah, we got some NASCAR to talk about this time. By God, we do, man. Did you happen to see? Absolutely, yeah. I was actually missing it on Sunday. I was sitting there Sunday thinking, I sure wish there was a NASCAR race on because I was kind of planning this hey, is you my, know okay. you know. I've got that, that uh, one of my points down there. Uh -huh. Now, the last couple times NASCAR has made a call before the race. Now, they scooched the one where they didn't tell anybody. Right. But this one, they made a decision to do it prior 
Are you guys okay with that? Absolutely. Yeah, make your plans. Yeah, I mean, if, if you know it's going to rain and you could look at the forecast, you could look at the radar. I mean, it wasn't, you know, like a 50% chance of rain. It was like a 90% yeah, right, chance right. Yeah. all day long. If you're going to do that, just do it. Make the decision. I get agree. it over with and let people start making plans. Uh, if they're there, they can start looking for their flights back and yep. all that stuff or seeing if they can find a new flight the next day or something. But don't drag everybody to the racetrack make them sit for three hours in the rain and then say yeah we'll do it tomorrow now you know what i mean all right now wait a minute let me ask you a question okay yeah now does that do you think that that uh could transfer to the local tracks and be a good thing Ooh, i don't know because the problem is uh, i don't see how you can do that locally because it you know so let's say bloomington friday afternoon they know it's going to rain and they know there's no chance of running they can't postpone and, and run on Saturday because then you're running against Brownstown and Lawrenceburg and Perrigan and Putnamville. Right, right. I mean, the local stuff's more like they've got their nights that they no, run. I understand. On. I'm just saying. That makes if sense. you know that it's going to 100% going to rain, right. do you just call it? Uh, I think. Or, or yeah, you I mean, go through the process that we've been going through for years now nah. where you have kind of wait around and see whether you dodge it or not. Yeah, because, you know, Personally, back in the day, you couldn't reach out to everybody and say that uh, as well as you can today with all the now. social media and stuff. As as much as I'm not a fan of social media, it does have its uses. And, well, it, and here's it, the, you know, it's a good way to check in. Before, and and I, think, I think you're better off, if, you know, to call it ahead of time because back in the day, you know, we always, you know, you'd call the racetrack, right? You didn't have weather app on your phone. You'd call the racetrack and yeah. and they'd say, oh, it's not raining here. And it, and it would be. Right. And you'd drive all the way there. <laughs> right. And it'd get rained out. And now with the, with the social media, the weather apps, it, everybody knows. Right. So I think, right. I think you're better off to call it ahead of time. In a, I mean, in a realistic time frame, you don't want to call it Thursday at noon for right. a Friday night race, right? right? But, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, unless you know it's going to be 32 well, degrees or something to, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you know it's going to be 32 degrees on your opening night because it's one of those, you know, early, late winter Indiana yeah. weather messes and you know it's going to be bad, then I guess it makes sense. But, right. um, yeah, right. yeah, it's unfortunately one of those deals where no matter what call you make, you're just going to get blasted for it. Because no, somebody's going to be unhappy. You know, you know exactly. That. Yeah. I'm going to agree <laughs> with what they're doing. I think that was a good decision. Yeah, no, I, I did too. I knew uh, Sunday morning, as soon as I got up, there was not going to be a Daytona 500. Now I'm going to plan on different things, and I'm not going to watch uh, pit reporters interviewing race drivers and yeah, right, right, truck right. drivers and and right. whoever they can find to talk to to kill airtime. And the rock. Three or four right, hours. the chef cooking the meals yeah, for him. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The rock. He was my man there, baby. <laughs> Wasn't he? He's tough. William Byron wins his second Daytona 500. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, that's his 11th cup victory. It came at a really good time because I think uh, that exact day was the 40th anniversary for Hendrick Motorsports. Is that correct? Wow. It was. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So uh, he, got, he did a nice job winning that one for him. Um, that is Hendrick's ninth Daytona win, which ties them with Petty Enterprises for the most victories. So, you know, if you're tied with Petty for anything, that you're uh, you're up there in the front. Believe me. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Alex Bowman, who is another Hendricks car, finished second. 
Uh, Bell, LaJoy, and Wallace were the top five. Our local guy, Chase Briscoe, had a wonderful day. He finished 10th, and um, I think most of that was due to him progressing up the ladder on when they had like eight laps to go and had that 23-car big one. He got lucky, and uh, and, and, and it was skillful, too. He made it through there. Yeah, it was, yes, uh, it it was, was a nice move on his part. Yeah, yeah I thought so, too. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, we, I thought we'd gotten through the whole race without having the, quote, big one that they always have. And with eight laps left, it took 23 cars in it. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. Big well, number. And- big number. Well, Bruce, you and I joked last week off air, right? Like, how long is it going to take to run that race? And and I don't remember your time frame. I, I think was you wrong. Said been, well, we both were. And, and I think I said, like, six green, six green white checker finishes. Right, and right. Luckily, <laughs> that next yellow, like, came just at the right time. Yeah, the leader right, had exactly. already taken the white, right? So it was exactly. over a bit. And they didn't have enough cars left to have six more cautions in, anyway right, yeah, at that point. Exactly, <laughs> And exactly. I didn't didn't Byron trigger that last bit? That, right? That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. The guy that won it was responsible for well, taking right. a lot that, of his competition like out. Statement. Yes. Yeah. 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 What is that stuff? Well, that's like that fake bumper that uh, Allison had on his car. I talked about <laughs> last week. Anyway, yeah, it's um, just the nature of the beast. Did those... you uh, did you like the pack racing? No, I'm not really a fan. I mean, it's exciting i mean you get to watch you know um it's like i, I don't it's know it's like joey logano may have had one of the best comments ever after after that crash when he got taken out he's making a move up on the outside for the lead right, right yeah. before that crash and he said you know it's it's really fun until yeah, it sucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's probably the best and i'm not that's, even sure that, that's a great way to put it guys. yeah there, exactly right? yeah, yeah. Well, if you like pack racing, get ready because they're going to Atlanta next weekend for the Ambetter Health 400, which is a another pack race. It starts at 3 p.m. on Fox. All right. We'll look forward to that. Something else we need to keep our eye on with uh, NASCAR is uh, the ongoing arguments between NASCAR ownership and the drivers. Apparently, NASCAR doesn't want to do any more negotiating at all. They say it's just a deal. This is the deal you get, and this is the way it's going to work. And the NASCAR drivers have hired uh, antitrust lawyer Jeffrey Kessler to represent them. And Kessler's the guy who uh, just did a bunch of work with the NCAA athletes and and uh, kind of got that NIL deal through for them. So we'll see what happens there. It's, oh, they're uh, serious about this. They're, they're very serious. They hired him on Saturday, the day before the Daytona 500. So oh, okay. uh, when you do wow. that, make it public, uh, it sounds like yeah. they're going to get fairly serious about this. Wow, glad you brought that up. I did not know that. No, they, <clears throat> there's been threats over the last several years starting a, another sanctioning body. Right, right. right. So, yeah, these drivers I mean, could technically pick up and go start their own series. I don't know. Um, you would like to think something like that's not going to happen to a major American racing series, but uh, we hey. all live in Indiana, and we saw IndyCar yeah. split in two, and uh, I would hope they learn their lessons uh, by watching what happened to that series when they split and went two different directions. Yeah. And, uh, and, and know, hey, you ought to talk, get along, and figure out how this works is going to be a much more beneficial for you than 
trying to start your own series wow. and and watering the whole thing down with two different stock car series. Uh, somebody will try it's, it, though, I'll bet. But uh, the, the NASCAR drivers are claiming NASCAR has a monopoly, and it's hard to argue they don't. They own the yeah. racetracks and the name and everything else. Yeah, so right. it's, if you want to start another race, you're going to be short on tracks to go race at. Right, you know? going to race at. Yeah. yeah. I'll be doggone. Well, that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on that for sure. Good deal. All right, uh, Ricker, have you got any IndyCar news for us? Sure, we have IndyCar news. Of course, they announced this uh, just at the wrong time last week for us, but a major announcement with IndyCar as uh, they announced right before the season starts that they're going to move the season-ending race uh, at the Nashville, uh, well, it was downtown Nashville, and this year they had said it was going to go up Broadway and be right in the heart of town. Now they're saying this is going to take place at the Nashville Speedway, just east of Nashville. Uh, That adds another oval to the uh, to the schedule a lot of folks are really happy about that Good it was deal. quite the party downtown um, evidently they've looked at it and said with the construction at Titan Stadium it's just not possible to make that happen this year so they're gonna wait till that construction's done and then look at maybe coming back downtown in a couple years I, I know it's gonna make a difference in the crowds I'm sure because I think a lot of people were looking forward to that downtown party atmosphere so yeah, we'll have to all uh, those people that were looking for that are party animals they're not race fans. That's probably true. We'll you see know, if the race so, fans show up at well, the Oval I'm, and head out there. You know, no, I'm glad well, it'll be interesting on the list. Good. It'd be interesting to see what they do at the Oval if they, you know, if they do kind of what Iowa Speedway has done. I think right? I got a feeling we're going to do that. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah. Big Machine Music Group is a huge part of this NASCAR race or this exactly. uh, this IndyCar race at Nashville Speedway. So uh, I, I think they're going to drag a bunch of artists out there and, and yeah. turn it into a party. And well, and the last race of the season on an oval, I think, is going to be more exciting too. I agree. Thank you know, you. Yeah, when when, you when points mean everything, putting them on an oval to decide it, I think, is going to going to be fun. Um, a few other things, uh, Errol McClellan. McLaren has revealed that uh, Callum Eilat will be uh, testing the car for David Malukas, the guy who uh, busted his hand up in the uh, mountain biking accident. Ganassi uh, showed us what Alex Pelot's car is going to look like this year. It's a uh, good-looking yellow and red DHL machine. Been a while since we've seen that car on track, so or that uh, that, that paint scheme on track. Stingray Rob's going to be sponsored by Prey.com. They just uh, released the uh, looks of that car for a couple... Now, yeah. wait a minute. What? <laughs> that's the, that's the name. The sponsor is Prey.com, which works well with Stingray Rob. He's a very religious young man. And um, so he's, he's he's hooked up with that sponsor. So we'll see. That'll make a lot of jokes about praying for a better position in the yeah, race and, say, okay. and things like that. Uh, also, IndyCar this week released all the start times for most of the uh, races this season. And uh, what I find interesting about that is I like to look through and find out, okay, let's say I wanted to go to a race in the Midwest. Um, I want to go to, say, a, a mid-Ohio or a um, uh, Milwaukee, something like that. Uh, what's your travel time coming back, and how easy can that be? For example, that mid-Ohio race is at 1.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. That means it's going to be wrapped up around 4.30. That means you're going to be back home before it's dark if you live here in south-central Indiana. That's and that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Unfortunately, yep. it didn't work out that way with the Milwaukee Mile. Uh, um, that well, now the Milwaukee Mile Race Two is a 2:30 start time um, Eastern, so that's not bad. You no, can get you, you can get back home by that midnight or so. By, yeah, I get you home in time. Yeah, so uh, hopefully some fans will uh, go out and take advantage of those right. uh, earlier start times on some of those races. Uh, like that's it. all I have for uh, IndyCar. All right. Well, I'll tell you what then. 
Let's go to our man Trackside for all the local news with AJB. We've got a little bit of action to talk about still from Florida. Speed Week's wrapping up down there, and uh, the World Outlaw Sprint Cars um, saw several different uh, winners uh, while, while they spent their time in the Sunshine State. Uh, Sheldon Hoddenschild, Tyler Courtney, David Gravel, and Brad Sweet all picked up wins in that series. The Lucas Oil Late Model uh, Series was back in action at East Bay Raceway, and that, unfortunately, is their last trip to East Bay. Uh, Dalton Wilson out of North Carolina picked up the final event for that series. Uh, this is the last season for East Bay Raceway. Kind of hard to believe that, that track opened tonight. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What now? <clears throat> yeah, East Bay so, is not going to be around anymore. No, East Bay opened in 1977. It's been host to some great racing over the oh years, especially really? part of Speed Weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, sprint cars, late models, modified, you name it. But um, the Mosaic Corporation purchased that property, I believe, four years ago uh, to expand their phosphate mining operation. And oh. um, so. It's sitting on valuable land, is what you're saying. It's sitting on very valuable land, and and that mine, that operation, obviously has been adjacent to it. uh, I don't even know what you just said to me. (laughs) They're they're not racing there because they got phosphorus under there. Well, yeah, they're going to dig it up. It's worth money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes they they turn that into nutrients for crops. So, um, pretty sad to see. I mean that. They've not been around. I mean, it's it, obviously 1977. It's been around for a while, but it's not oh, been that's around. Right, my like favorite place to go. I love going down there. Well, I was going to ask if you'd ever been. I, I'd never oh, had the yeah, opportunity no. to. Yeah, we we made several trips down there. Yeah, unfortunately, that uh, kind of stuff happens at all racetracks, from big ones to small ones. Well, um, we saw California Speedway. The land uh, that the Speedway sits on became more valuable as other things than as a racetrack. So NASCAR wow. sold yep. a bunch of the property off, and now they're building a smaller track on uh, on what's left of the land. And what's left. sounds like the same yeah. thing with East Bay. Then they're selling the land off because it's going to become a mine. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh, okay. Well. So. They had, one, they, they had one of the best eating places in the world down there at that place. Nice. Really good, good. All right, they, what else you got for us, Juice? That is it. That's it? All That's right, it. you guys ready for a question? We are ready for a question. Well, by God, buckle it in, baby, because here it comes at you. <laughs> this is the IU Credit Union Rapid Roofing and Restoration Question of the day. Next question. You answered every question just right. Too bad you missed. That was a $9 question. Anyone else have a question? All right, guys. This one, this question comes to us this week from a gentleman named Michael. And Michael resides in beautiful Jackson, Indiana. And if you're unfamiliar with where Jackson is, it's a tick above the Tipton. Okay. All right. Michael suggests skipping the main lunch meal and go directly to the South Pole for one of their giant root beer floats. Doesn't that sound damn good? That sounds real good. Oh I'm ready. Oh, my God. I, I, I saw that, and I thought, man, Michael's got it going up there. All right, Michael says he was recently fired from his job, and while he was sitting back uh, pondering, he said he would like to know if there's been any driver that was asked not to to return racing for that particular series due to bad driving, drugs, whatever. Juice, can you help old Michael out? Wow. You know, we can. We've got a few names here to throw out. And, and, um, <laughs> could have, quite honestly, it's a you pretty can, long list. That's like, you I can probably keep, keep going on this yeah, one, huh? Say, wait a minute. Yeah, wait and, a minute. and so 
for, for the most part, most of these are NASCAR drivers. IndyCar um, hasn't really had the issues. They've had, you know, we've talked about stories with drivers and teams in IndyCar, but they didn't necessarily get busted by a drug test, right? They got busted for selling drugs and it all right. came out. So then they couldn't race anymore because they were in jail. So right. this this is a little different. Um, a few names I know everyone's going to recognize, and these were all for drug, uh, failed drug tests. Um, Tyler Walker had a great career in front of him. Uh, young man was a heck of a racer, failed a drug test repeatedly. Um, even after he came back into racing, just couldn't stay clean. Jeremy Mayfield, um, uh, another- Oh yeah, right, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah another big name that, that failed a drug test. And I think that was in 2008 or 2009. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy still bounces around, runs some late model stuff, but uh, uh, never came back into NASCAR. Um, another famous name, Shane Neal. Um, uh. Shane's dad, Steve, I know a lot of people recognize that. Steve was sure. uh, Mark Martin's crew chief for a long time yeah. and then was the director of competition for NASCAR. And Shane was another talented young racer and failed a drug test. NASCAR banned him and, and he came and, and actually was running some USAC stuff and and um, got horribly injured over at Terre Haute. And that was the end of his career. Um, two other names. And this is interesting, kind of what we talked about earlier with the driver's and, and their complaints right now with NASCAR. So, again, some things never change. Um, Curtis Turner, back in this early 60s, I think 1961, NASCAR banned Turner for four years. He was reinstated in 1965 because he was trying to start a driver's union oh. to stand up. Oh, wow. To stand up to NASCAR. Hey, they, they bring that up now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it kind of kind of tied in together, kind of interesting, right? So yeah. they felt like, obviously, they weren't getting their fair share from NASCAR. And, and uh, so another driver that was banned for just simply being a part of Curtis Turner's plan, uh, Tim Flock, was, was Oh, really? That I didn't well. realize that. So, wow. Yeah. So, wow. again, man, game. there's a, it, it's a, sadly a pretty long list. Of, of drivers that have been banned most of them have been failed drug tests i couldn't find any any of them that have been like kicked out for because they couldn't drive there's there's right. some that should have been but right uh, right yeah right. well anybody that goes through a lot of equipment is going to be looking at maybe being replaced next year they don't yeah, necessarily they get, get fired they just find a driver they just that'll disappear take they right. just kind they, of fade yeah. away you're right yeah yeah so <laughs> That's a good question. I, I yeah, that, it was. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure all know. the people named are really happy that Michael brought that question to the table so that <laughs> well, we could drag their names through the mud again. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> hey, guys, that's all I got this week. What else you got for me? I got nothing else. That's uh, that's plenty. I'm just. Well, by God, get me out of here, man, would you? <laughs> we can certainly do that. Bruce, thanks for taking the time You're and joining us welcome, this morning. Buddy. A.J. Bolin, always good to see you. Thanks for being here, sir. Thank you. We'll get this podcast online, whcc105.com, and, of course, every time on Spotify uh, each and every week. This uh, Racing BS show brought to you by IU Credit Union and Rapid Roofing and Restoration. This is your WHCC Hoosier Country 105 roving reporter communicating to you via the WHCC Western Command Center and still defending Fort Whistlepig deep in the Black Hills of South Dakota.